Hello everyone, welcome back to I Heard You Review Movies, the podcast. This is our sixth episode, sorry for the delay in between episodes five and six. Not a lot of movies have come out since then, uh, and personal life kind of got in the way a little bit, but we're back on track here, along with uh, movie theaters reopening, brand new movies are coming out. So in this episode, we have Bill and Ted Face the Music, starring Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. We also have Unhinged, starring a very husky Russell Crowe. And we will also have an early review for you for the Christopher Nolan mind-bending epic Tenant, starring John David Washington. And I cannot be more excited about that movie. That is probably the most anticipated movie of 2020. And uh, we will also have some news on movie theaters reopening in the area, what their protocol is. Uh, I've actually been to the Alamo Draft House. I'm actually just about to go to the Regal Fox Theater in Brambleton, Virginia uh, to see Tenant. And so we'll have all that info for you and all the info you need to uh, be safe out there in this continued pandemic world. Um, but some good news on the horizon. So we'll get into all that here on the podcast. Sit back, relax, enjoy. So the first movie on the I Heard Your Review Movies podcast this week is Bill and Ted Face the Music. And Bill and Ted Face the Music is a sequel that is... 29 years in the making as Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey was the last movie that came out and that was in 1991 1989 was the original uh, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure the ruler of the future tells best friends Bill and Ted they must compose a new song to save life as we know it but instead of writing it they decide to travel through time to steal it from their older selves Meanwhile, their young daughters devise their own musical scheme to help their fathers bring harmony to the universe. And this stars Alex Winter, Keanu Reeves. Uh, William Sadler reprises his role as the Grim Reaper. We also have Bridget Lundy Payne and Samara Weaving playing Little Bill and Little Ted, uh, all grown up and 23 years old and still living at home. Uh, Bill and Ted's Daughters, and this got a lot of controversy. People in the Bill and Ted communities were up in arms about, well, they were you know, supposed to be boys at the end of Bill and Ted's bogus journey. Well, they were daughters actually the entire time. So I really don't see any reason to get into it any further than that. trying to unite the world and i'm tired dude ted we have a destiny to fulfill greetings my excellent friends we have a problem step forward a song created by preston logan performed tonight will save reality as we know it We better write that song now. Or why can't we just go to the future when we have written it? Take it from ourselves. Except, won't that be stealing? Cheers! (laughs) How is that stealing? If we're stealing it from ourselves, dude. 
That was just a little clip from Bill and Ted Face the Music, where Bill and Ted were discussing how they were going to get the song that reunites the world. Um, If you've seen either of the first two, which I highly recommend you do for some context in this one, but you really don't need to see them to understand the, the true nature of them, but it does give context to it. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure is when uh, a man from the future named Rufus came and told Bill and Ted that they had to pass their history report, otherwise life as we know it would cease to exist, and their band would cease to exist. So they go back in time and gather historical figures to write the best presentation for their history report that, that they could ever do. And with the unlimited resources of their time-traveling phone booth, uh, they were able to accomplish that in Excellent Adventure. In Bogus Journey, there was an evil uh, gym teacher of Rufus's, believe it or not, uh, named Anomalos, and he wanted to destroy Bill and Ted, creating evil robot us's, or them, uh, to sabotage Bill and Ted from reuniting or uniting the entire world. Um, and that movie was a lot wilder uh, than Excellent Adventure, but I thought both movies in their own right were very good. This one is a little bit different. We're in modern day, Bill and Ted are in their 50s, and their daughters are in their 20s, still living at home, and Bill and Ted still have not written the song that unites the world. And I thought they did a very good job explaining uh, in the beginning of the movie, you know, God gave rock and roll to you at the end of Bogus Journey, didn't reunite everybody. It did not. That was only the beginning and that laid the foundation for it. So I thought they did a pretty good job explaining that. The movie itself is just a fun ride. I mean, with COVID-19 really messing up movie theaters and protocols and the way they're doing things, you know, I thought this was just a great escape from what's going on right now. Um, You know, Dean Parisot, the director, did a tremendous job with this movie. I am amazed that this movie was budgeted for $25 million, Uh, but I don't think they're going to have a problem uh, recouping that based on the video on demand success of this film alone. I went and actually saw it in two places. I went to the Alamo Draft House here at One Loudon in Ashburn. Uh, That was their first night opening up, and one of the great things they did was, in appreciation of everybody coming out, they let everybody watch Bill and Ted Face the Music for free, so that was great. And we, of course, we paid patronage to the Uh, movie theater by ordering food and drinks and things like that. Um, And then the second time I saw it last week was at the Family Drive-In Theater in Stevens City, Virginia, which I still highly recommend. If you haven't gone out there, you need to go out to Stevens City. About a 45-minute, one-hour drive from uh, the Northern Virginia area. Really a great time. Always fun. The sound's phenomenal. Um, and and really just an enjoyable atmosphere. Um, but really what worked with Bill and Ted face the music, you know, um, 
just the spontaneity of Bill and Ted, the chemistry between Alex Winters and Keanu Reeves is still intact. It's still excellent. <laughs> Pardon the pun. Um, and, you know, just it's just a fun movie. Uh, really flows well. It, you know, you're not looking at your watch, and it is a short one-hour and 35-minute runtime. Uh, and, you know, you really don't need too much more than that. And what the great thing that I thought about it is each time period they went to in the future was just enough time where they moved on to the next one without it getting old. And it was a very creative experience, I have to say. You know, they did a great job. Um, you know, what didn't work in this film, there is a storyline with Bill and Ted and their wives going to couples therapy. And their wives end up uh, time traveling with their older selves to find a bright future with Bill and Ted. And of course, they don't find one. Um, and so Bill and Ted are racing against not only time to write this song, but to reconcile their marriages and keep their marriages intact. I, that storyline just didn't work for me. You know, it, it really kind of was a distraction from the rest of the movie, and I thought very unnecessary. Um, so I thought that storyline was like, mm, okay. Second thing is the movie ends very abruptly um, where it's like, that's it. That's the end. Okay, great. You know, and, you know, but at the end of the movie, I was smiling because it was just, I could not believe in, you know, I remember the first time I saw Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure was when I was about 10 years old. And it was premiering on Showtime. And I remember my mom thought it was a cool-looking movie, and she actually recorded it for us on an old VHS tape. Yes, I'm one of those people. Um, and we watched it, you know, like the next night. Got some popcorn and watched it. And my brother and I immediately became fans. And we went and saw Bogus Journey in the theater, and I went and saw, of course, Face the Music twice already here. Um, will there be a fourth Bill and Ted? I really don't think it's necessary. Um, even the fans, I think, would agree with that. You know, they really wrap this up in a nice trilogy, and I think that's the way it needs to end. But maybe they have a creative storyline. Maybe they don't. I thought there wasn't enough death in this one. You know, death was such a pivotal part of Bogus Journey. I thought he should have been a little bit more utilized in this. Um, but unfortunately he wasn't, but William Sadler's fantastic and, and he always is. So if you really want to go back and, and watch either one excellent adventure or bogus journey, definitely. If you want more background on death and why he is so important, uh, to the wild stallions, bogus journey is the way to go. But this movie is fun. I highly recommend going to see it. Support your local theater. You know, theaters are struggling mightily right now. Uh, and they need all the help they can get. Um, and in our next segment, I'm going to talk about what the conditions of the theaters are. I've been to three different theaters since uh, the reopenings have happened a couple weeks ago. And I've got some critiques on that. So I will go get into that. 
Um, but support your local theater and drive-ins are becoming more popular. And so family drive-in is always a great opportunity to go. It's $9 uh, for adults. And I believe it's $5 for the kids, maybe $6. You check the website. Um, but support these theaters because we really want them to stay and really want them to uh, you know, be open for some time to come. And we've got some great movies coming up. You know, James Bond's coming out. Um, we got Wonder Woman 1984 coming out. So a lot of great movies coming out in the future. But going back to Bill and Ted Face the Music, uh, I would rate this three out of four stars. Definitely worth getting. Uh, I am highly anticipating the trilogy set coming out on Blu-ray for the holidays, hopefully. Um, but definitely go see this movie. Highly recommend it. So we're going to switch gears here just a little bit, just before we uh, review our next movie, which is Unhinged, starring a very husky Russell Crowe. <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, movie theaters reopening. And uh, a couple weeks ago, actually two weeks from today, um, most area movie theaters around here uh, reopened with strict guidelines and including all cleanliness and COVID guidelines that they have. Um, and again, I've went to three different movie theaters. I've went to, uh, Alamo draft house in Ashburn, uh, Regal Fox cinemas in Brambleton, Virginia. And I also went to the family drive-in theater out in Stevens city, Virginia. And there are differences between the three uh, that I went and uh, saw these movies at. Was I comfortable being in these movie theaters? Every single one of them. Uh, they all have strict protocols in place to keep people safe. The paranoia of some people uh, that is that COVID's everywhere. And, you know, if you go into a theater with a confined space, you're going to get it and blah, 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 blah. I just don't see that being that much of a concern here with the strict cleanliness that they do. The Alamo Draft House has electrostatic cleaners. Uh, and what that is, if people don't know what that is, the electrostatic cleaners are, it is a, a safe disinfectant that is used, that is spray on, sprayed on these surfaces with a machine. Um, and it's safe around animals, humans, and food. But it kills COVID-19, the common cold, flu, various other viruses that are very, very dangerous in this society. And basically, um, once you spray this on the surface, it'll electrostatically bond to the surface. And in about 10, 15 minutes, the surface of all, all of it evaporates and the surface is protected. And of course you want ever after the surface has been sat, sat like a seat has been sat on or a table has been used, you want to, you know, reapply the electrostatic solution, but it is an excellent resource. It cuts the cleanliness time, you know, by 75%. I can vouch for that because I run a hotel and we have one of those and it really does reduce the amount of cleaning time you have to do to disinfect everything and it works very effectively. 
Um, but the Alamo Draft House has that. They have strict social distancing. Everybody's wearing a mask. Everybody's wearing gloves. All of the food and drink that is served uh, is in disposable cups, disposable trays, you know, so there's no uh, utensils that are, you know, that they have to wash. There's no plates they have to wash. There's, the only thing is the glassware, it's plastic cups, but they cover it with, with there's a cover that they put over it and then they give you a straw. And of course you can eat and drink, you can take your mask off, but every other time they're strictly enforced that you wear your mask when you're not eating or drinking, which I felt very safe with that. So Alamo Draft House gets really, really high marks, and I think it is the best theater chain in the area when it comes to COVID-19 guidelines. I think they do an excellent job. And plus 4K screen, Dolby Sound, I mean, what, what, can, what more do you want? Um, then I also went to the Family Drive-In Theater, and that is like the ultimate social distancing. Uh, everybody is wearing a mask if they're outside not eating or drinking. Um, you order your food on the app through, and they have a snack bar, but the snack bar is not open. You have to use the app and you have to pick up your food at the snack bar wearing a mask. And they have a pretty good system. They, they, they sometimes could be a little shaky with that system, but overall this time around, they did pretty good. Uh, you can use the sound in your car. Or you can actually go on Amazon and buy a little FM radio with really good sound uh, to put in your car to, you know, be the sound for your movies. Uh, the screens are excellent, very clean digital screens, and you know, nine bucks for a double feature is incredible. Uh, so highly recommend the family driving, and I think their cleanliness standards are are really high as well. Regal Fox Cinemas, I went and saw Tenant there last night, and we'll have a review about Tenant later on in the podcast here. Um, I thought it was okay. Uh, it is a theater going under tremendous renovations right now, and didn't really see, I saw a few uh, workers with Regal shirts on, but really not anybody, not real strict enforcement of the um, cleanliness policies. I mean, everything was clean and I wore my mask the entire time I watched Tenant because the snack bar was closed, um, which was a bummer. But anyway, um, but the bottom line is I think I'm comfortable going to any of these movie theaters and I am confident that they're doing everything in their power to protect me while I'm a moviegoer watching their films. And I do think that we all need to support these businesses. These are businesses that are in our communities. Uh, the Alamo Draft House also has established a drive-in uh, at One Loudon, and it is, I believe, it's thirty dollars a car, maximum of two people, to do that. Or you can go to the Alamo Draft House. It's a little bit less to do go inside to the Draft House. Uh, but the drive-in experience sounds pretty cool. I'm probably going to have to try that once just to see what it's all about, and I'll let you all know about it. Um, but really, movie theaters are really strong right now. I think we're going to see more movies come out and the confidence start to build in people going out to the movies again. You know, social distancing is going to be there for a while, uh, even with the potential vaccine in October, late October, early November. 
which I highly doubt it's going to be readily available at that point. It's probably not going to be till early next year uh, with reports that are coming out right now. Um, but I think I'm confident enough to go to the theater to see a movie in this day and age. Our next film on the podcast is the Russell Crowe American thriller Unhinged. And it's directed by Derek Bort, starring Russell Crowe and Karen Pistorius, along with Jimmy Simpson. And it's a very interesting film. Um... You know, it's basically about a man who has lost everything and goes on the warpath and exacts revenge on his ex-wife and family and then runs into uh, a young woman and her son while out on the freeway. That was just part of Unhinged, starring, again, a very husky Russell Crowe. (laughs) What to say about this film? Uh, In the climate that we are in right now with COVID, I really don't understand why this movie was released at this time. I have a big problem with it being released right now. I don't think this is the type of movie that we need in this society right now and i'm sure there are some people that think hey this is an awesome thriller and it was an it was not a bad movie um but the premise is extremely violent and it is rated r for a reason um even though i did see it at the family drive-in it was part of the second part of the double feature with bill and ted face the music It was entertaining for the most part, but very disturbing in most. Um, Having him murder somebody in broad daylight was very disturbing to me. Um, And he basically goes down her contact list, the driver that honked at him, and 
threatens to kill everybody on her contact list until she apologizes to him. And that's the premise. That is the premise of this film. And, you know, I wonder what Russell Crowe is thinking, an Academy Award winning actor, what he was thinking when he made this film. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, he has some experience with, with rage issues because, you know, I think he did throw a phone at a waiter in a hotel room or a butler or whatever. Um, you know, so there is some violent history with him, but a movie like this, I, I'm just astounded that a studio would pick this kind of movie up. You know, I can see a directed to video or video on demand type thing. But to put this out in the theaters, I, I just, I blows my mind that movies like this get out there in the theaters like they do. But, I mean, Russell Crowe is probably the only positive thing I can say about this movie. He chews that scenery big time. But it's exactly the type of scenery he needs to chew to do a role like this. I thought the acting on the other parts of the other actors was kind of weak. Um, you know, the storyline is very basic and has a very basic ending. Nothing earth shattering or creative here. Um, I do think it is probably one of the most violent and bizarre movies, you know, of this genre. You know, road rage is a big problem in this country, especially in Northern Virginia. I don't think we need to watch a movie about it. And really, if you want, you can go to Redbox and rent it for a dollar five or whatever it is now. That's probably how much this movie is worth. I wouldn't go out of my way to pay big money to see this movie. I'd feel very cheated if I did. Luckily, this is part of a double feature. Uh, this movie, for me, gets one, one star out of four. Uh, very violent. Just, uh, you know, what else, what else can I say? Uh, I wouldn't recommend this movie, but to each their own. And our next segment is going to be an exclusive early review of the highly anticipated Christopher Nolan epic Tenant, starring John David Washington and Kenneth Branagh. And basic premise of Tenant, it's very difficult to describe, um, but let's give it a go. A secret agent embarks on a dangerous, time-bending mission to prevent the start of World War III. That's a very basic review of the plot, um, but we'll get some more information here uh, as we listen to a little bit of a clip. All I have for you is a word. open the right doors some of the wrong ones too use it carefully to do what I do 
I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War III. I'm not saying I'm getting here. No. Something worse. I gather you have an interest in a certain Russian national. Mike's bring me in. You really want to know? with the future. Time travel? No. Inversion? Maybe it'll pull the trigger. You're shooting the bullet. You're catching it. Well, I've seen too much. Well, we'll try and keep up. Your duty transcends national interests. This is about survival. It seems old. Old, I'm fine with it. I thought you were going to say nuts. This is where our worlds collide. How would you like to die? Old. You chose the wrong profession. reversing the flow of time wasn't us being here now when it never happened you want to crash a plane but not from the air that was so dramatic well how big a plane that part is a little dramatic So that is Tenant in a nutshell. Uh, I wanted to kind of show you the full trailer to it to get some context and some understanding about Tenant. It is a very complex movie. Uh, It is one that I am still thinking about even after seeing it last night. Uh, There's still a lot lot of processing with this movie. But in that, in a good way, in a good way, Christopher Nolan always makes you think with his movies. Was it his best movie? Not by a long shot. I don't think it was. He's made tremendous movies. I still think The Dark Knight is the best movie he has ever made. And it is one of the most perfect movies I've ever seen. Um, along with Dunkirk, you know, Inception, uh Interstellar. I mean, there's some great films this guy has made, and there are some films that some people think he missed the mark on, but, you know, I'm a big fan of his work, and I always will be. This movie is revolutionary in the technology that he uses and the stunts that he pulls. I really want to see this in IMAX. Unfortunately, and right now in Northern Virginia, there's not much IMAX out there, I believe Tyson's Corner, but that is a move. That is a cinema IMAX. That is not an actual IMAX theater. Um, because Tenant was shot 
and a majority of the film was IMAX. And let me tell you, Robert Pattinson is becoming a real player in Hollywood right now. His performances over the last year and a half or so have just been fantastic. He's excellent as the supporting character in Tenant. Uh, John David Washington, who plays the protagonist, he doesn't even have a name in this movie. He is the protagonist. That is what they call him in this movie and pretty much throughout this movie. Um, and Kenneth Branagh, of course, plays a fantastic uh, villain in this film. And you learn why he's doing what he's doing. So Christopher Nolan really does give you a lot of background, a lot of understanding in the science of behind inversion, which is what this movie basically is. It's not really time travel uh, per se. Um, inversion technology or whatever that is. He does a really good job explaining some of this. and But there's a lot of complexity to this movie. There's a lot of layers to this movie. This is a movie you're going to have to watch more than once to really get the true appreciation for it. And I intend to see it again. Um, but really, I think so far it is the best movie I've seen this year. Three and a half out of four stars. Tenant, go see it. Go to the theater to see it. Please support your local theaters to see these movies. Tenant is also playing at the Family Drive-In Theater. It is the only drive-in with a hundred within 175 miles of Washington D.C. to have it. So please go see Tenant. It's an excellent film. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to the I Heard Your Review Movies podcast this week. This is our longest podcast of the season, and uh, what a season it has been during this COVID pandemic, and I appreciate you hanging on with us and putting this podcast in your queue uh, to listen to. Uh, We're going to hold off on our Quarantine Essentials segment for next time so we can cut some time on the broadcast this week, Uh, but rest assured it will be back in the next podcast which we hope to have up in the next few weeks here um not a lot of new movies coming out yet in the next couple of weeks we will have more content and more things to review um please suggestions are always greatly appreciated uh i am going to be creating and i heard your review movies twitter account as well as instagram and facebook And we might be going on to TikTok, depending on if it exists anymore. We're going to look into that. Uh, But I will have all those handles for you uh, and publish it on my page. But suggestions are always welcome. If you want to be a guest reviewer on our podcast, we welcome guest reviewers of all shapes and sizes and of all expertise. So please, if you are interested in reviewing with us, please let us know and we'll get all that info out to you. Have a good safe day, everybody. Thank you very much. Have a good night.